gentlemen, welcome to PPC. I'm your host, Peter Schwartz. A long time ago, in Ireland, if something didn't go right, if a person suffered and died, or whenever a tragedy struck, the Irish blamed it on the fairies. Changelings, to be more specific. The fairies acted as the substitute for a kidnapped human being. It was believed that the fairies would come in the middle of the night and abduct people from their homes. They would carry these people outside and over the dark hills. It was a trade of sorts. They would leave one of theirs behind and take one of ours. The kidnapped person would go on to live a happy, joyful life in paradise. The fairies they left behind were always old and ready to die. I believe the particular fairy we'll be investigating tonight is around 2,000 years old. Fairies come in all shapes and forms. They've been described as regular children, old people, young old people. Some are just inanimate objects, like a block of wood or a condom wrapper. So, these old fairies take over the body of the kidnapped person, and this fairy will live out the remainder of their life getting tortured by the victim's family. Many would try and fail to break the fairy's spell. You see, there were many strange methods used as treatments. Victims suffered intense, relentless beatings, usually with a cane. They would often take the victim's feet and hold them over the fire. They would force people to drink tea brewed with poisonous flowers. Two weeks ago, I received a letter in the mail from an Irish fairy exorcist named Slosha Boyle. The letter reads as follows. Dearest Peter, I need your help. My name is Slosha Boyle. I'm a fairy exorcist, and I'm trying to help a poor soul named Matt Jollymore. He's been possessed by a feckin' fairy, you see. I've tried everything to cure him. I tried drowning him in ice water, I tried burning him in the fire, I even tried taking his eyeballs out and sticking them up his arse, but that didn't work either. We're in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia right now, and I heard your show on the radio, and I thought you might be able to help. With your knowledge of the paranormal universe and all that, this old fairy is drowning all the luck from the apartment, and I'm afraid Matt doesn't have a hope in the feckin' world. Please contact me if you can help. God love ya. Sincerely, Slosha. And help her, I tried. I contacted Miss Boyle immediately and committed myself to this new mission. 
Many years ago, I myself had a nasty run-in with one of those inanimate object fairies. But it might have just been a condom wrapper. Anyway, I was prepared for the worst. So I packed a suitcase full of junk and walked down to the Halifax waterfront to catch the Dartmouth Ferry. As we crossed the harbor, I closed my eyes and felt the wind in my hair. Minutes later, there I was, Alderney Landing. The ferry had taken me to the dark side, and there was no going back now. I forgot to ask for a transfer slip. Matt Jollymore lived on Wise Road, not a far walk from the ferry terminal. Matt's apartment was sketchy as hell, and there was a thug dude sitting on the front steps smoking a cigarette, giving me a dirty look as I approached. He spit on the ground and tilted his head. Hey there, are you Matt Jollymore? That all depends, bud. Are you a cop? No, I'm Pete Schwartz, a paranormal investigator. I've been summoned here to help save a man from the fairy's curse. Oh, that's comical, bud. But I ain't no fucking fairy. That's what I keep telling that Irish show. I'm like, yo, listen, get the fuck up out of my house. I ain't no fucking fairy, right? She keeps trying to drown me and shit. Good God. Well, if that's true then maybe we, you should call the cops on her. Uh, no, I enjoy the company and she's a good cook, so... Are you sure you're not possessed by a fairy? You really look as though you are. Uh, well, shit, bud. That's the first second opinion I've heard or whatever, so, uh... I don't, I don't know, maybe I am a fairy. I think you probably are. Let's go inside. I brought some medicine that I think might be the cure. Alright, is it like, uh, poisonous? Yes, very. Okay, why not? Come on in, bud. Thanks. Uh, hey, hey, you want to buy some ecstasy, bud? Uh, mm. some ecstasy? No, no, thanks. I, I'm, I'm good. So Matt took me upstairs to his third floor apartment. Slosha answered the door and smiled brightly under a shadow. You must be Peter, then. Yes. Uh, nice to meet you, Slosha. Thank you so much for coming. You want some tea? I just brewed a pot. Um, sure. Is it, is, is it just regular tea? Oh, for the love of Jesus, yes, bye. I'm not trying to kill you. So, I was just telling Matt here that I found something. It's an herbal remedy that might be the cure we're looking for. All we have to do is cut up these leaves and stuff them in Matt's ears before he goes to bed. In the morning, his spirit should be returned. Mm, okay, bud. That doesn't sound painful at all. Oh, no, well, these leaves are basically poison ivy, so yes, it will be painful. No question about that. Sounds like a fine plan, Mr. Schwartz. Give me that poison ivy now. Uh, well, no, I'm actually going to be up for like two more hours, so... No! You go the feck to bed, Matt. I don't want to hear your shite. Okay, sorry, miss. Here now, stuff that in your ears. Nope, get it in deep oh, there. That's the ticket, shit, huh? Oh, shit, bud. Oh, shut your mouth. Go to bed now. Oh, oh.
Matt went to bed, screaming in agony. Slosha and I sipped tea and discussed fairies for hours, until, eventually, Matt stopped screaming. Slosha shook her head and began to panic. Oh dear, he's not screaming anymore. Something's not right. It was at that moment when Matt's bedroom door swung open. His body hovered three feet above the floor. His eyes were wild and wary. His ears were gone. Oh, dirty American Jesus, look now. He's gone and ripped off his own ears. I'm sorry, Matt. Can you hear me through those two gaping holes where your ears should be? Oh, don't apologize to him, Peter. He's just a piece of shite. Well, yeah, you are right about that. Hey, buds. I just couldn't stand the pain anymore, so I thought I'd better Van go for it. (laughs) Slosha and I looked at each other for a second, impressed by the cleverness behind his joke. With a loud crack, Matt's head spun around in a circle, and he spewed acidic vomit all over the room. Slosha and I ran into the kitchen and ducked under a table. Ah, you can run, but you cannot hide, buds. Time to exact some fucking revenge or whatever. Go. Oh. Oh, Oh, shit. Shit, cuss. Oh, cuss. Cuss. Oh, I I lost a lot of blood. I'm going to faint. Oh, shit, bud. Oh. Oh, fuck. We both stared at Matt's lifeless body lying there on the kitchen floor, covered in blood and vomit. And he looked so innocent then, as if, for a split second before his death, the old Matt returned from the fairies' utopia paradise to say goodbye, to tell us that he was going to be just fine. But technically... This guy was dead, and, well, I suppose a jury in court might even say we murdered him. But we didn't. We didn't. You see, uh, we pretty much saved his soul. Matt Jollymore, may you rest in peace, and may your spirit shine on, you crazy diamond. I drove Slosha to the airport and flirted with her aggressively until she told me that she had a boyfriend. We shook hands and parted ways. She told me to get in touch with her whenever I needed a helping hand. And I've already taken her up on that offer several times. Which reminds me, Slosha, if you're listening, please return my letters. I actually need your help. That's it for this week, folks. Be sure to tune in next week for a special episode entitled Firewalk with Pete. It's about my own very strange experiences in a very strange town called Twin Peaks. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey buddies, it's Ray here. It's time for me to tell you about new Michelob's Coffee uh, Contest, where if you enter this contest, buy five be- uh, cu- cups of coffee, you fill out a card, you put down the five stamps, or collect ten more stamps, and you can enter the uh, contest for a free coffee with Mr. Michelob himself. Mr. Michelob will come right to your house. Doesn't matter if you're a fat person or a lonely person or...
Thank you for listening, friends. This is Pete Schwartz signing off. Stay fit and take care. Oh, <laughs>